We allow self-doubt in our immediate thought pattern of not being good enough to sneak in and keep us from sometimes even starting or continuing to pursue. You're better than that. You are far more capable than you think. Don't stop when things get hard or uncomfortable. Learn about them. Allow them to be hard and uncomfortable and then take your next step forward, even if it's really small. Momentum. This is the Wilder Wellness Podcast, where we discuss all things body image, intuitive eating, and the wilder sides of wellness. Here we reject the diet culture messages that have kept us tame and preoccupied so we can finally build trust with our bodies, embrace true well-being, and have the confidence to take on any adventure. I'm your host, Chris Nails, a licensed therapist with a specialty in wilderness therapy. I've spent the last decade dedicating my studies and practice to helping women feel more connected to their bodies, build resiliency, and take up more space on and off of the trail. Tune in each week for new episodes as we chat with wellness professionals, outdoor adventure enthusiasts, and thought leaders that will leave you feeling inspired, connected, and motivated to live a life free from restriction and body shame. You will receive tangible tools, support, and connection as you take your next steps towards creating a wilder life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wilder Wellness Podcast. Today, we are talking to Bethany Cora Taylor. She is a life life empowerment nutritionist, dirt dweller and helps fuel women for life and adventure. Bethany, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Why don't you tell us more about what you do? Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. I'm Bethany Cora Taylor, originally a VB native for Virginia Beach native for about 26 years and recently moved to Memphis with my husband. He's in the Navy. So we got stationed here and soon to be Japan. So we'll be moving to Japan in September, which is slightly nauseating, which is good, but then also exciting. Uh, I love all things that evolve playing on dirt. So trail running, camping, hiking, backpacking. And I also love playing with barbells and drinking espresso. Those are my hobbies. I am the founder and owner of Iron Soul Trailblazers, which has an unshakable mission to help women crush more food and help women get outside confidently. So the nutritionist hat that I wear supports women in shattering these bulls bullshit narratives that they're told around food and their bodies and teaches them to sustainably eat the proper amount of food to support their lives and their goals. And then the outdoor community leader hat that I wear helps lower the barrier of entry to get more women playing outside and doing things that they thought they couldn't do in the wild. I've been following your work for a really long time and we have so many similar beliefs around how we can use the outdoors to build confidence, especially in like the people that we work with, whether it's like our clients or even going out with our groups of friends. Um, How do you think outdoor adventure helps build confidence, especially in women? Yes, absolutely. That, I feel like I could speak on this for hours and hours on end because I'm just fiercely passionate about it. I think the outdoors is such a remarkable space to build confidence because it 
gives women the ability to see what they're made of and see what they're, they're capable of and whether it's going on a hike or going on their first trail run or just going to a campground or whatever it may be it gives them the capacity to see that man there's this really cool world out there that's that's here for me that i can i can take up space in and especially when it comes to the the physical pursuit of being outdoors whether you're going on a big backpacking trip or just going through a walk you're able to see what your body is capable of and it wants the wild mother nature wants you to come as you are you are designed to be there so authentically you whether you think you deserve to be there or not, you do deserve to be there. And you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be a certain size. You don't have to be a certain athletic capability or whatever it may be to take up space outdoors. And it, it builds confidence because it may test you a little bit. Like, oh, I went on my first trail run today or I went on this hike and it was really challenging, but I got to the summit, I finished it and I cracked open a cold beer or I drank coffee and I enjoyed it and I got back down and you're like, oh shit, I, I can do that. There were so many self-limiting beliefs that I, I didn't think I was capable of doing this because I saw someone summoning this Mount Kilimanjaro on Instagram and oh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I'm not quote outdoorsy. Well, outdoorsy looks different for everyone. And it could be you walking through just a local trail or going through the park and going to sit and have a picnic like that is outdoorsy. And it can build confidence in so many other areas of life. Because if we see, it's like a domino effect. If we see what we can do outdoors in a space that was created for us, it gives us confidence in other areas of life. Like, wow, I went on my first solo walk through wherever. Oh, if I can do that, I can, I can go to the gym by myself and go lift a barbell or whatever it may be, or man, I have this confidence and now you know, I'm going to apply for that new job, or I'm going to apply to get my MBA or whatever it may be. So just building confidence outdoors. It's not only that it doesn't, it gives us more confidence again, like in other areas of life. I 100% agree. <clears throat> and I think I've seen that, you know, in in my own life and in my the clients that I work with, like if you can show up, you know, to go outside by yourself and look at this mountain and be like, that's really daunting. Like I'm mm -hmm. not gonna be able to do that. And somehow you just like take things step by step. You can sort of prove yourself wrong in all these ways and build trust. Like, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's hard. And just because it's scary and hard doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and like for the people that come on, I know that you lead trips too, but the, the people that come on my trips, like it's super scary to sign up for a trip where you're coming and you're going to talk about, you know, potentially vulnerable things and make yourself vulnerable by like hiking or rock climbing. And like, yeah, like maybe people will see you struggle. And if you can put yourself out there, like where else can you put yourself out there, you know, outside of off of the trail. Uh, Absolutely. That was beautifully said. Uh, it, and I love that you said showing up because I use that a lot in my coaching and in just every area of life. The first thing we have to do in order to see what we're capable of or to do the hard things that we thought we couldn't do is just show up, just show up. You don't even, if you want to go hiking, if you want to start hiking, get in the car, drive to the trailhead. Cool check mark. Got it. I got to the trailhead. I'm not ready to go on the trail yet. That's okay. 
baby step. You got in the car, you drove to the trailhead, you know where the trailhead is, go home. Next day. Okay, great. I go out, I go walk a half a mile and I come back. Awesome. And then you start just really building like this trust and rapport with yourself. And next thing you know, you're doing the full loop or next thing you know, you're signing up for your first backpacking trip with one of us, or you show up in this space that you thought you couldn't do something and then you do it. And it just opens up so many doors again in the outdoors and in other, other areas of life. Totally. Earlier this week, as we were getting ready for this conversation, I saw something you posted on Instagram and I would love for you to read it out loud um, because I think it really touches on some of the things that we're talking about right now. Uh, this is a perfect segue because I was talking about capacity and everything. So yeah, I'll go ahead and read the quote. Uh, it's kind of a slide of quotes and I'm sure you can like link it in the description so everyone can see it. So I will read it and then I will talk about it because I'm fiercely passionate about it. <laughs> okay. I think we have more capacity than we think to do things, but we give up on ourselves too soon. When we hit our first small bump in the road, we quit. We say it's too hard or that we aren't good enough. We say it wasn't meant to be. We allow self-doubt in our immediate thought pattern of not being good enough to sneak in and keep us from sometimes even starting or continuing to pursue. You're better than that. You are far more capable than you think. Don't stop when things get hard or uncomfortable. Learn about them. Allow them to be hard and uncomfortable and then take your next step forward, even if it's really small. Momentum. We have more ability to make shit happen in our lives if we allow ourselves to push thresholds, unwrite narratives, be scared, fuck up, welcome failure, and be good and be not good at something. Fall down and give up at the first sign of hardness. Go seek out your potential. It's more than you think. Trust yourself. Trust your abilities. Trust where you want to go. Trust your gut. You experience a big and full life by going where you think you can't in doing what you think you can. Whew. <laughs> I get all like chill. I wrote that and I get super stoked on it in my own life. And I'm the one creating this. And I write these things so that women can hear from someone outside of their own life or themselves to be like, oh, wow, maybe I can do this. Maybe I am capable of doing this and we live in the we we are told to live in these boxes that keep us quiet that keep us being good and if we fail we immediately have this narrative that oh, you're not good enough do something else or you quit because you're like this is hard of course it's going to be hard anything that we're not good at is actually a gift because it allows us to see oh sh shit I can do way more than I thought I could or I never in a million years thought I could do that. I have clients who they want to say, hey, I want to do this. I'm like, cool, go do it. They're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, go try it. Yeah, go fuck up, go fall, go go do whatever. And don't be good at it at the beginning, but keep going because we miss out on these big and full lives by putting ourselves in boxes. Well, staying in the boxes that we're put in instead of, as Rupi would say, shattering glass ceilings. Like we need to blow the top off of glass ceilings that keep us from living our lives. And we need to burn everything that is in our way because we have one life, that is it. We are these magical complex human beings and we have one life. 
how can we just fill it to the brim? I, one of my like mantras for 2022 is soul wrinkles. So how can we wrinkle our soul with experience, with hardship, with lessons, with friendships, with community, with experience, with adventure? Like how can we just abundantly fill our lives with things that we want to do that we dream of and that we're told we can't do. So we can look back and be like, yeah, I never thought I could do this. Cool. It may take you three months. It may take you three years to get to said place. But if we don't show up, if we don't push past these narratives or these thresholds, or if we just keep quitting when it gets hard, we'll never see what our capacity is and what we're capable in this life. Totally. I even, not only can I relate that to outdoor pursuits or anything, you know, when it comes to movement and exercise, but also around like building a business. I'm sure that you felt like you've fucked up a number of times. I can't even, I've lost count. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, like, yeah, I'm going to accept that. Like, I might not do this right. And, but if I hadn't started like five years ago, like I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Yep. I firm believer in that we are both entrepreneurs. Uh, I've been in it for doing this about four years. Uh, my first year, I didn't pay any taxes because I forgot. No one told me. I didn't know I had to do that. Uh, I've messed up many of times. Uh, I, I just, people think that because you're doing it, like it's easy or it just comes natural. Like, no, I've had to work my ass off to be here and I'm still, still learning to this day. And we have to be able, not only in our business, but in life to be able to pivot to become more adaptable, to be like, okay, hey, I'm here, I hit this brick wall, or I'm at, a, I'm at a fork in the road. Okay, what's next? Let me do my research. Let me reach out to people. Let me just, let me take that first step and see what happens. Oh, okay, never mind. Was this hard? Did I not do it correctly? Let's, let's learn about ourselves. And then we might need to pivot and take a new direction or whatever it may be. And this again can be in any any facet of life, whether it's like training for a powerlifting mate. Hey, I wanna get really, really strong. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to sign up for it. I'm not a powerlifter. The fuck not? Who says that? You, you can absolutely sign up for a powerlifter. Me. You don't have to be the strongest one there. You are literally there for yourself in whatever capacity and for whatever reason. And we think because we don't look a certain way, we can't lift a certain amount. Um, we don't have a certain amount of shoes or we don't, whatever it may be, we don't do things because we don't fit. You fit in wherever you want to be. You do not have to follow this beautiful segmented checkbox to be qualified to do whatever it may be. And that's like my, my big thing is redefining what it means to be outdoorsy and knowing that like, Hey, you don't have to have a certain amount of time on feet to go hike, or you don't have to have this backpack or the shoes, like lower that barrier of entry for yourself and know just being you and showing up and going wherever is good enough. As a therapist, this is, um, I think it's really important for us to talk about because I think a lot of people think about therapy or think about how do they take care of their, themselves or show up show up for themselves through like self-care acts, you know, we're like really slowing down, which is so true. And like when I'm working with clients, whether or not it's like about getting outside or even working through disordered eating patterns, it's how can we expand our capacity for discomfort? Because that's where the real growth lies. And how do we do both? It doesn't mean that like we are pushing ourselves 100% of the time because you know we're gonna burn out and that's gonna feel really yucky. But like, we also don't wanna stay stuck and like let con- 
let the fear control the choices that we make at some point we're going to have to sort of step out of that like little comfortable feeling mm -hmm. and do the things that feel scary or challenge us and that's why you know i know that you and i both believe that the outdoors can be such a great tool of like providing safety like there's no mirrors out there like it's a it's a space for everyone or at least that's what we're working towards right and yes. <laughs> like historically mm, not so much yeah make we're actively taking steps to make it inclusive um but like the outdoors can be this really safe place mm -hmm. for us to try to challenge ourselves and um you know you're outdoors and like even if you do feel like you failed well like at least you saw like some birds <laughs> you know yeah. like the river yeah like there's like yeah. even if like you feel like you tumbled like not only have you learned something about yourself you've also been in this space and like hopefully um like gone to be outside and hopefully like regulate other things but the biggest the biggest thing that i want to get through is that like how can we let people know that expanding their capacity for discomfort is sort of like that like magic key towards like you know like having momentum and like telling people that it's okay to be scared and that like being scared isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just like how you react to it that all of that is just so wonderful and i think we we like, I think that's why you and I are so passionate about what we do is because we are regular everyday human beings. We have partners, we have lives, we pay bills, we do all this and we share these things. And we're so just, we're just so excited to share them because it's showing, it's giving other people permission to try something difficult or to, to see what their capacity is. And I love the outdoors so much because I think the biggest part for me is like the outdoors actually helped improve my relationship with food. And we don't think to tie the two together, but in order for us to adventure, to play outside, to do whatever we want to do in the wild, we have to be fed for it. We have to be fueled for it. And being outdoors showed me that I have to properly nourish my body in order to be able to live a full life in general, to have brain focus, to be able to play um, in the gym, to, to be able to enjoy food and go out to have date night and have football, would you have jalapeno poppers the other day, to be able to enjoy those. Like, and it, it's so funny. I never thought someplace like being outside would help me with that. Um, and it's just a direct, a direct correlation for me like i in order to play hard outside in there order to just to play if i don't feed myself i can't experience that in the fullest capacity and a lot of kind of pivoting here a lot of my nutrition coaching clients they're they come to me they're like hey i have been trying to do whatever weight loss for 10 20 years I don't want to do that anymore. I'm scared because I think if I'm not seeking that out, um, I, I'm, I've failed or this is not the right way to be. I help women. It, this is hard work because we're essentially fighting against years since women were 13. They've been told eat less, don't eat carbs, do more, do excessive cardio. I'm essentially telling them to do the opposite of that. I help women along with my co-coach Taylor learn how to eat more food because usually that helps us 
just feel better in life. It helps us actually be able to do all the things we want to do. Our bodies work so hard day in and day out. If we laid on the floor all day and didn't do anything, we would still need a significant amount of nourishment in order to just function. And all of these women have really rad goals and they want to go on their first backpacking trip. They want to, um, get a really heavy squat weight or whatever, or they just want to be able to live their lives and be able to go on date night or go to coffee shops and have a pastry with their coffee. I'm an advocate for that. And it's hard though, because for so long we've been told eat less, do more. You can't go on date nights. Oh, if you had something different or new or more food, you have to restrict the next day. There are just these, again, I go down to boxes. We are put in these boxes and we think that everything we do has to be perfect or whatever it may be. And if we're not doing that, we're not good enough. Or we just keep failing over and over again. The system, it forces us to fail so that they can make money on you and that they can force you to buy their products and do these 12 week things that um, um, guarantee results. No results are guaranteed. If someone's saying that, they're lying to you because you can't guarantee everything, any of that. And if we just learn to sustainably fuel ourselves and sustainably feed ourselves in a way that we can do until we're 95 years old. That is what we want. And it usually comes down to, Hey, we might need to eat a little more food. And I know this is scary and we're going to hold a space for that being super scary. Cause I get it. I've been there, but we're going to actively work on sprinkling in these things that are a little bit fearful for you, but you're going to do them. You're going to survive them. And then you're going to realize, huh, I feel so much better. I'm going to go do that again. Yeah. I'm so happy you said that because changing our relationship with food is fucking scary. <laughs> I've I'm like worked on it for a really long time. And that's why I'm, I do what I do. Cause I know how terrifying it is for most women. So I want to be their cheerleader. I want to hold their hands as we walk through this Valley of flowers. And as we work towards doing things that you've been conditioned to not do for 20, 25, 30, 40 years. Yeah, because I think like just fueling yourself the way that your body actually needs, we have been told that like that's wrong for yep. for most of our lives. And so of course that like changing our relationship to either eating more or like trying to eat intuitively is really hard. Mm -hmm. um, because I think the the little secret that everyone should really know is that the thing that causes like, you know, you to feel crazy around food is the restriction. The thing, the number one thing that leads to binge eating is either like actual restriction or perceived restriction. And so when we yes. tell ourselves that we're not going to eat anything um, or tomorrow the diet starts, of course, we're going to go and like eat more than we think we should because we're like getting ready for starvation. And yes. so like really the key is just like eating consistently again and again, like you said, and that can be so hard for for us, especially because we've been told that that's wrong over and over and over again. And so I just want to like, if you were personally on that journey and you're listening to this podcast, like, we know it's scary. We <laughs> see like, you. We see you. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's scary. And like, yeah. we want to hold your hands. And like, from, I know Bethany and I, that like, if you can give yourself a little time to be scared and expand your capacity for discomfort, that like really it is pretty great. Yeah, it is pretty great if you just hold on, you know? <laughs> and again, that comes down to the first sign of quitting. It's so easy to quit when you try and go do something scary and it didn't work. Okay, great. It's just one time. What did you learn from it? 
take that, put in your backpack of life, take it with you next time you go to have that said situation. It may take you five times going to the coffee shop and wanting to order the pastry with your oat milk latte and not doing it. That's okay. You showed up, you were there, you did the act. Let's go home. Let's read. Let's talk about it. Let's learn about it. And then that one day you're like, I ordered the pastry and I ate it and I enjoyed it along with my oat milk latte. And I showed myself I'm capable of doing that. And it, I, what you said too, is so great. The restriction we live, we wonder why we have these urges or these overwhelming desires to have carbs or sweets. You're allowed to have those. But if we're constantly restricting them, that desire is going to be just fierce. And it's kind of coming like a wrecking ball. And we, I wrote a post on this the other day about, um, let me pull it up super fast. Cause I think it'll be helpful too. It's not your lack of willpower. It's your body communicating to you that it needs something from you. Listen to it. We're so quick to point our finger on, God, we're not disciplined enough. We don't have enough willpower. Well, if we've been heavily restricting carbohydrates for days, our brains aren't going to function. Our brains need carbs. They need glucose in order to do their jobs. If we want to sleep well at night, we need carbohydrates. If we want to be able to hike or lift or walk or run, we need carbohydrates. And we restrict and restrict and restrict and we blame our body being broken or whatever it may be but when it comes down to it, it's like are we feeding ourselves and like it comes down to sustainable nourishment and in order to do that we may have to unwrite some narratives we've been told for a really 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 long time and that we're constantly processing on social media that's another thing scrub your social media feed if there is shit on there that causes you to think differently about the journey you're on or make you feel any type of way about your body, get rid of it. You don't have to follow these people. They're not helping you in who are the people you're around? What conversations are you having over coffee or at happy hour or at dinner? What conversations are you, what are you guys talking about? Are they serving you? And if they're not respectfully remove yourself from it, like our environment plays a really big role on just all of this, um, this, this journey that you're on one of the, if we can think about, you know, being uncomfortable and failing and trying again, it's like, even if you have like started a diet and then you quit and then you tell yourself like, okay, I'm over this dieting thing. And like, I really want to eat intuitively and I need help. It's okay. If even that fails, because we are living in a culture that's constantly telling us that like, we need to be different. And so maybe you've tried intuitive eating like five different times and gone back from like, into eating intuitively or like, you know, trying to have like an all foods fit approach to like (laughs) restricting. And like, of course, that's not a life that I want for you, but if that's what's happening, like that's understandable. And we just like want to put it out there. Like, of course you're having a hard time because the messaging tells us to do that. And so like, that's where I want you to keep trying and hold a lot of compassion for yourself because it's, it is not easy to show up in our bodies every single day. Mm -hmm beautifully said I love the self-compassion piece of that because I um I use the word grace a lot in order for us to to kind of shake these narratives into to find what works really great for us we have to leave with self-compassion because again if we think it's hard it's because we think we're not good enough but what's hard because of conditioning it's hard because of what we're told every single day so holding a space for yourself to be on your journey but also hold a grace-led space for yourself to be like dude, this is hard. Like I'm really having a hard time with this. Okay. That's good. Like 
hold that space, give yourself that self-compassion, start continuing to manifest like, Hey, I know where I want to go. I know where my needle wants to go. I know this life is going to serve me, but we're going to have these, these bumps in the roads. Don't quit. Keep going. Be really self-compassionate, but the work you do, the internal conversation, that really deep and hard work that you do, that's going to pay dividends in your future. And again, remember this could take three months. This could take three years. This could take a decade, but if we stop every time, we're never going to get to where we want to go. So learning self-compassion, but also that just little bit of momentum forward can um, just, again, create a ton of dividends in, in where you want to be. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So Bethany specifically, tell me about like how you, cause you are, I've seen you pivot from, you know, being in the gym space a lot and talking specifically like about nutrition. And I've seen you now sort of like pivot into fueling an adventurous life. How do you sort of like combine in your personal work and like how you work with clients? Like, how do you help women fuel their lives for adventure? There's a lot. Uh, to start, um, I always meet my clients where they're at because everyone's going to come to me on a very different part of their life, a different age, a different journey, different hobbies, different jobs, all of that. And I meet them where they're at. And then we talk about like, Hey, where, where do you want to go? How do you want to feel? And not just like very ambiguous goals. Like we pretty, pretty well dial in, in where this, this, this human wants to be in their lives and what they want out of their lives. And it changes over time. Um, which is totally acceptable. But when it comes down to it, we, we just have to really pay attention to like what our bodies are telling us. And most of the time it needs, like there's this combat, this, this combative nature of, okay, I know I've crushed three big meals today, but I'm still hungry, but I, I know I shouldn't have any more food because I've already ate enough. No, your body's telling you, Hey, we need, we, our bodies are always communicating to us what they need. And they, they need more food. So great. Let's keep listening. And for adventure, again, like it comes down to um, just being able to know that when we're out there, when we are adventuring in whatever capacity that looks like, that can be so many different things because the outdoors is, is abundant. It's endless. If we don't feed ourselves for being able to do that, we're not going to, again, be a be able to experience it in the fullest capacity because we're going to feel fatigued or we're going to not be able to go further because we didn't feed ourselves properly. And within that, we are like, for example, we're consuming a lot of carbohydrates because they're important for us. And we're told carb carbs are bad and car- we're not allowed to have those and we have to cut them out or for whatever reason may be. So within our adventure, we are, we are testing narratives and we're like, okay, I know for a really long time, I told it I was not allowed to have this. I wasn't allowed to have fig bars because there's too much, too much quote carbs in it. But then I have it and I'm like, I just summoned that mountain. I was able to do that much more. So within adventure, within playing outside, you are able to see that your body needs adequate food and nourishment in order to do said thing. And it comes just from naturally um, being again outdoors and we can't live full lives on empty stomachs. And uh, my goal for all of the humans that I work with and just my platform and everything is like never saying no to an adventure because we don't have enough food coming in. 
because we don't feel like not only like nutritionally, like, man, I don't feel great. Like I, I'm, I'm doing whatever. And like, I'm not going to be able to adventure because I don't have enough. I don't have the energy to do so. Okay, great. That too. But also never say no to adventure because we don't think we're able to do it. And in order to do that, we, again, we push capacities. I always want you guys to say yes to an adventure, whatever it may be to know, okay, this is going to be new. I've never gone kayaking before, but I'm going to do it. I might fall in the water, but I have my life vest on. It's going to be okay. So just doing things outdoors shows us not only we need to be fed for it and fed for life. And it shows us that we can do different things than we thought we couldn't do. Yeah. It sounds like you really help people prepare themselves for some of these like larger adventures. Cause I see you, you know, like doing these long runs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know why, I don't know why I do them, but I do them. <laughs> yeah, you're totally pushing your own capacity for discomfort in that. But like, yeah. you know, the, what I see you do and what I imagine your clients are doing are some of these like larger, more endurance-based physical pursuits. Yes. And it sounds like what you're doing is, you know, really preparing your clients for things like that. And it's like almost, it's not just fueling. It's almost like the way that you talked about having like a life jacket, right? Like by helping them with their nutrition and making sure they're properly fueled, it's like you're giving them that life jacket that they didn't know that they needed. But it's like without that piece, without the, without being having the proper nutrients and the fuel in your body, like, how are you supposed to climb the mountain? You know, and exactly. so like that you're helping them prepare for yeah. these things and like giving them like the baseline that they need so they can like show up in these ways. Absolutely. And it's kind of a, like a metaphor, simile metaphor of, um, you're going on a hike. You need to plan your hike in general without even food like not even the food part, like, cool, we have to plan in order to be successful at this thing and to feel good doing it and feel confident going into it. So at the beginning of a big trail run, or like I run 50 Ks, I run ultra marathons. That takes a lot of prep work and planning. And I have clients who are doing the same thing or they're doing their first 5k, like, okay, we're going to crush a big meal before. And they may not have thought like, I I thought I had to run fasted. Like, no, like we need to make sure we're eating food before and during your run. Like we need to be having gummy bears and Sour Patch Kids and having these quick carb sources. Like a lot of um, women, I just think they may not know or they think, well, that person can do it because they're in this type of body. They're, they can eat that and they, they, whatever happens doesn't happen to them. I can't do that. And then I'm like, let's challenge that. Why, why are we thinking this way? And I think there's so much of that is like asking why I'm, I'm always like, why do you think that like, oh, just cause whatever. I'm like, no, dig into there. Like, let's pull back the layers. Um, so uh, yeah, I love, I love what I do because I help women not only like get ready for the day so that they can crush the day and feel fed, but also if we're doing a long physical endurance pursuit, whether we're trail running or mountain biking, um, or road running or going hiking, like how can we make sure that you are, uh, mentally fed? like knowing you're able to do this and nutritionally fed too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of people will be inspired to uh, pick up the phone and call you after this I, conversation. <laughs> so me and coach Taylor, I love her to death. She's my co-coach. I hired her this year. She's wonderful. We are, we just want so much more. We want more women on trail. We want more women crushing more food, shattering narratives, doing hard things and just taking up space wherever they damn please. And it's hard, but we will be there for you 
every step of the way. And we invest just like you, I'm sure with all of your, with your, all of your humans, like you invest so much time. We see, we, we want our clients to see what we see in them. We see potential, we see badassery, we see just all these cool things, but most clients are so blinded. They're like, no, I'm not, I don't see myself in that way. I'm like, look what you just did. And I think what's, what's most tough is like, we have all of our clients doing all these really rad things or running businesses or being awesome moms or whatever it may be. And just because they do those things day in and day out, they don't give themselves credit for it. I'm like, hey, take a look at what you just did this entire day. Be proud of that. I ask like the first check-in question is like, what's your hell yes moment or what's your proud moment? And they'll say, I don't really have any. I'm like, hold the phone. Let's look at what you just did. Like you were run again, you're running a business. You were in school. You were a mama bear. You took care of your kiddos during the day. You worked with your clients, whatever. Like, how are we not proud of that? How could we not be in awe of all that we're doing? Oh, it's because we do it every day. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's easy. You should be so proud of the day in and day things that you do. And one day maybe busier than others, or like your win may be, hey, I, I got through the day. Let's celebrate that. Like you had a hellacious day but you got through it. Boom. Celebrated. Like, let's celebrate that. We want women to see all that they do, whether it's in a classroom, whether it's on a, a podium, whether it's like in the household, like we want them to just see how rad they are. And we aggressively tell them that day in and day out so that they, they can start to believe it themselves. What are you proud of yourself for today? Oh man, that's a good one. <laughs> You came in hot. Uh, I think I'm proud of myself for holding the course in my, in my work. Um, it is very, I would never change what I do ever, ever, ever. I love it so much, but it is challenging work. It's very um, demanding. I'm sure obviously being a therapist, you know that too. We hold a very large space for these incredible women who have their own things going on in their lives. And we're, I'm not a cookie cutter coach. I'm not a cookie cutter, anything. I'm like, I want to invest in you. And I think I'm proud of myself for, um, not wavering for what I'm doing, even though again, it's hard, but it's such good work. And I know we need more people like you and me, I'll say it in this world in order to help women change their lives. So super proud of myself for this business I've created um, just kind of from the ground up and just, again, not paying taxes for the first year then having to be penalized. Uh, so I'm really proud of myself and, um, yeah, just, I'm, I'm honestly just proud of myself for all that I do. Like I'll, I'll, I'll say it <laughs> super, super proud. Good. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, I'm really happy that you can recognize that. Thank so you. I'm super curious about you have been moving and shifting and doing a lot of community building. Um, mm -hmm. I personally am so jazzed on your community and I'm wondering if you can speak to that. I sure can. So the Trailblazers online community is brand spanking new. Uh, we already have a solid amount of women in there. And again, one of my biggest missions in this world is to lower the barrier of entry to get more women playing outside, whatever that looks like for you, whatever playing outside looks like for you. And I created this online community so that it can be filled with support, community, friendships, education, 
whatever it may be, in order for you to maybe go on your first trail run or sign up for your first hiking group hiking trip or buy your fl first fly fishing rod or renting your first mountain bike or whatever it may be. I wanted it to be this inclusive safe space that women could come to to learn more about getting outside or to build confidence for them to do their first outdoor whatever it may be and I didn't have this when I first started dabbling playing outside and I wish I did so I was like I need to create this I want to create this space um, especially since we're all over the world I have people on Australia in Canada in the US um, Switzerland like I'm about to be in Japan like we have this really rad group of 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 women um all in one space to to meet friends to become instagram friends to become in real life friends and it's just this um beautifully organized i love it so much community that allows um more women to learn about playing outside so what is it i know i mean that sounds amazing yes this sounds great <laughs> and like for those people who are listening that like maybe haven't joined any sort of like online space community course like what does it actually look like when you sign up and you go inside like what is there yes that's a great question because i've had people ask how does this differ from a free community and this is a paid community it's 11 dollars a month and i absolutely think you're gonna get all of your bang for your buck can we pause yeah. Like eleven dollars? Are you freaking kidding me? It's so good. I know. Oh, I kept it. Fun I kept it <laughs> but again, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, I wanted to make it accessible. Inside the community, uh, it is a paid membership. It's only eleven dollars a month. I wanted to keep the dollar value very low to make it more accessible. Um, there's a ton of just goodness inside. Uh, we have a book club already which is all outdoor themed books we have which will be starting february a virtual run club so that's super exciting um just to get uh get stoked on races that women are doing or milestones that they want to run or just get trail running for the first time and there's spaces so there's a space for day hiking there's a space for camping and backpacking and uh fly fishing like that's kind of in like the general one so there's different spaces that you can be within and within those spaces there are women who are doing the same thing as you to ask questions to share micro adventures that you went on um, we do monthly giveaways which is super rad so like we're doing an rei gift card this month um john g donated a hundred dollar gift card uh born primitive is a hundred and fifty dollar gift card uh there's going to be book giveaways so every month i want to give women the opportunity to get something for free that will help them in their outdoor pursuit or whatever it may be so there is um there's that and there's a place to like buy and sell used gear so that's another accessibility thing if we can't maybe afford a brand new trail pack great someone's selling theirs for 20 bucks awesome go ahead and grab it so within the community there's things that are included that will help create more again accessibility or whatever maybe to help women play outside so that was a really like quick way of showing up but it's awesome i'm so excited on it uh, there's an app you can do it on your desktop so it's just a a safe space for women to come to to learn about playing outdoors or to share their stories totally and like i you were telling bethany was telling me about the community before we press record and i it sounds amazing and I just want people to know about it because if there are women that are like really needing support, this seems like a really, like you can get daily support for such an accessible 
cost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I just thank you so much. And I know that like, if you're showing up daily, if not weekly or daily in that space, like what a gift. And yeah. so if like, you're listening to this and you're like hearing Bethany's voice and you're like, this girl is like making me <laughs> feel stoked. Like, can you imagine being in her community for 11 freaking yeah. dollars a month? <laughs> That's two Starbucks coffees, maybe one, depending on how bougie you are with your coffee. Um, but I'm in there daily. I'm in there as soon as a comment gets posted, I'm responding to it. I'm very um, accessible in the community. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, I'm in there a lot. Uh, I, when I do things, I do them. I do not half-ass things. <laughs> but I want, again, I want it to be something where like that they, a, a, someone could go in and be like, I know I'm going to get a response from Bethany. I know she's in there. I'm not just a, just a random person on like a screen. Like I, I give a fuck about everyone in there. I care about my clients. Like I give so much, I'm just so passionate about what I do. And like, I just want women to be stoked on life. Like that's like, that's just what I want women, whether you're playing outside or whatever you're doing, if you love to just sit by the window and like next to some flowers, like that's same thing. Like, cool. That's works great for you. I just want, I just want women to be so stoked on like creating these lives that they're just like so proud to live inside and just like excited to wake up and live. I love it. So you also do a number of, you have a number of different offerings that are, um, more intimate <laughs> what else you, what do you else do you want to tell us about so yes very intimate i do one-on-one nutrition coaching uh me and coach taylor we are the fierce leaders of iron soul trailblazers to help women crush more food and then i have the online community which is super ride we just talked about it and i also host hiking camping and backpacking trips so this year i'm going to yosemite the tetons and joshua tree uh with a bunch of women which is just so i'm just so elated i'm so excited for it unfortunately they're all sold out uh which is great but uh there is one spot left for backpacking in joshua tree in november um but i will be doing 2023 trips and there i will be um i don't know when this one will launch but in about two weeks i will be uh launching the first trip of 2023 so it is uh pretty much an all-inclusive trip you just kind of have to pay for your plane ticket and essentially the tip for your guides or your porter or whatever it may be and you show up and you go hiking there's an itinerary all the food is prepared for you all the food is included it's literally a space for you to hike for the first time go backpacking can't sleep in a tent for the first time like with a bunch of other ride women that are very similar in um just like-mindedness of wanting to play outside so those are more intimate because it's me we'll have our professional wilderness guide which is awesome and then we'll have a bunch of women who are going to be complete strangers when they show up but i have a feeling at the end it's going to be just like a little family Awesome. Yeah. Super jet. I'm sure. (laughs) Tell me, what are you personally stoked on for this year? Like what's happening in your life that you're like, I'm jazzed. Uh, I think the trips, this will be my first year of doing the trips. I think that's pretty high in the totem pole. Uh, Next is continuing to just grow within my business and as a human and just continue to support women. Uh, whether they're on trail or off trail. And then, like I've mentioned, we're moving to Japan in September, which again, like 
I get really nauseous thinking about it. And then I get really excited at the same time because it's going to, this is probably the most uncomfortable I will be my entire life. Like I'm turning 30 in a month from now and in my 30 years of living, this move will make me the most uncomfortable I've ever been because of the logistics to get over there. I'm going to be in a different country, different culture, different language, different way of life. Uh, everything that comes with moving here initially is terrifying. But when we get there and get settled in, like to say we lived in Japan for three years is going to be, again, adding those soul wrinkles to my life. Like it's going to put a big wrinkle in my soul in the best way possible. So uh, we're really excited for Japan. And I'm just fortunate that I get to take my business with me. Like I, I, I think that's what's so cool is like, I will be able to stay with all my clients, stay in the community, keep hosting backpacking trips and hiking trips from Japan. Like what, what a, what a gift. Yeah. I'm so excited to watch. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really, really huge adventure and I'm excited to see how you navigate it. Yeah. I'm excited and I'll definitely be documenting it. Don't worry. It will be on the Instagram. If you want to follow the Taylors going to Japan, <laughs> trying to get our dog over there, which is it's like an act of Congress, but that's okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do it. Well, where can people find you? Where can people follow along and get in contact if they want to work with you? Uh, so I'm very prevalent on Instagram. That is my primary social media. That's how we connected, which I'm grateful for. So it's Bethany Cora Taylor. That is the Graham name. And I'm sure you'll link that. And then uh, my website is ironsoultrailblazers.com. Everything you need to know is there about traveling, coaching, uh, free resources, a blog. Um, yeah, everything. Those are my two primaries. And you can always DM me or send me a, a application to work with me or Coach Taylor. And those are, yeah, that's where you can find me. Ah, well, Bethany, this was <laughs> the best. I'm so happy that we got to connect and... I can't wait to follow along in all your adventures. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wilder Wellness Podcast. If you loved this episode, head on over to rate and subscribe. New episodes drop each week. I can't wait to catch up with you on and off of the trail. See you then.